1: Welcome, everybody, to the show Life's a Banquet, the show that's edible, spreadable, and Zara. Poor Starring your hosts, me, Brent Scott, and.
2: Me, Zara Tangora. A show about ostriches, wine, and dough! <laughs> I'm drunk!
1: <laughs> Always.
2: Life's <sighs> a Banquet, Life's a Banquet, Life's a Banquet, Banquet!
1: Hey, Hey.
2: harmony! All right,
1: welcome to episode number three of Life's a Banquet podcast, the podcast that's. Welcome to Life's A Banquet, the podcast. The show that's edible, spreadable, and pourable. Starring your hosts, Brett and Scott and
2: Zara Tangora. Welcome, everybody. It's Hi. such a pleasure. Thank you
1: so much for listening. Thanks. Stop the car. Stop what you're doing. Stop the presses. Go in the closet if you're with your family. Hide. Go in your basement. Go if you're in the gym. Get off the treadmill. Get off that stupid elliptical. It's not even doing anything anyway.
2: Get off the wrong machine. Yep. And get into the sauna.
1: Get into the sauna (laughs) and steam away. Steam away. The
2: podcast best listened to in the sauna. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: And now welcome to one of the world's leading podcasts. Sponsored by All Things. So. So How is your? How, what's going
2: on this week? Oh man! Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you and our listeners for a moment. I am down in the dumps. I'm not. Wait, I thought a good you week. saw that on episode two. Well, it's continuing. That was only last week. So my dad died. Which oh, really right. stinks
1: Isn't that weird between episode two and three it's still there
2: it's he's still dead.
1: When did you record when did we record about a, five or six days ago, right? Yeah okay. so it hasn't been a full week no
2: that's so, so weird that you're not over it yet. Yeah, I know it's weird. I just felt like by now I would have just gone away completely. So I know, I I'm having that's... a hard time with that. And when I was thinking of my theme for today's episode, which I'll lay on you later, um i kind of did it in a small tribute to my dad in a weird way but you'll see later when i, I can't you know wait to uh, yeah this is as
1: if everybody knows that this is a complete surprise to me yeah every... Zara and i will alternate every other week of a uh, story yeah uh Ooh. that when we just clapped <laughs> Excuse I just, yourself
2: i just clapped my foot yes my we are sitting foot? here in
1: the heart of fort green studio 54 recording yeah and we are it is a gorgeous out the day window. outside
2: what kind of dog is that a fat yorkie Walking by. Uh, something like that. It's some kind of stuffed thing that's eaten too much. Well, if you adulthood. could look
1: out of our window right now, you would see giant yellow pipes and oh yeah, and construction barricades because they're for the second time in three months ripping up the road here yeah. in little quaint old Fort Greene. Sweet
2: little affordable Fort Greene. I just went to go look at a studio apartment on the street I used to live on. I back in the day, one of my biggest regrets of many, many, many regrets mm-hmm. I have in life. Hate those people who said no regrets. They're liars. Yeah. <laughs> um we all have them yes. let's just embrace Regret it. is a real oh don't oh, no, no regrets. regrets oh okay
1: <laughs> no how about this don't beat yourself up over over regretting right. but there are regrets
2: yeah no like lashing yourself constantly about the things you did wrong but like oh but you're gonna feel it i mean no the only people who don't have regrets are like rich people yeah who don't oh. give a fuck
1: if I would have, oh, I was gonna say something really dark, but just you know things like,
2: oh, if I would have just
1: waited five more minutes, I wouldn't have, you know, uh, slipped on the ice, and then right. I wouldn't have broken my leg, and oh yeah, I that's try, a regret. No, I, I don't. Nobody wants to break their.
2: Leg. No, it's not like oh, you know. I mean, I guess you could say everything happens for a reason, but still, a broken leg is whack as hell.
1: Yeah, is that reason good or bad? I've always asked myself that. What. No, say, oh, everything happens for a reason. It's a oh, uh, sometimes well, it's, a, it's bad a bad reason. reason. Oh
2: yeah. It can absolutely be for a bad reason. Not
1: all reasons are good.
2: Not everybody's life works out.
1: Unless you're Buddhist, then you would then that's all a lesson. Right. So we're learning a lesson this week.
2: We are learning a lesson. It's a tough lesson. Part of my lesson not only is death, but realizing that I am being completely priced out of Brooklyn. Well, that is a true thing. I'm also suffering a little bit from other passings and I am trying to find a new apartment on mm-hmm. my own. And I got to tell you, a studio apartment in Brooklyn is the worst. It's the worst end of the stick, of any stick. Studio apartment.
1: Yeah. It's like. Screw you for living alone, holy, you dummy. Yeah. It's like,
2: it's adding insult to injury. It's like, you don't have any money? Oh, well, I hope you got enough yeah. money to pay for this. But bo- so, I yeah. just saw a box. I'm not kidding. It was as big as your living room. It was the smallest apartment I've ever for seen. M- more than my living it room? It was $1,900. Yeah, that's, I mean, I just was like, what is this, what is this world coming to? Honestly. And I'm not trying to say like, that's the worst problem that an apartment would cost a lot of money. What is this world coming to? But it's just kind of like, man, what, what happened? And you know, I have a decent job. I make a decent living. Like what about people who, I don't know, what are we doing to the people of this city by making a living that much? Are you trying to take a picture of these chestnuts? Mm. No, I'm putting on a stopwatch. Oh, My I thought you were gosh, trying to take don't... a picture of chestnuts. Well, I was goes, like, sorry, I'm boring the... you.
1: Sorry. There goes the secret to our production, crew. Hey, it's <laughs> hey, it's me, everybody. <laughs> the
2: secret to our production is hey, Brandon guys, in a the... bowl of chestnuts. The sound guy is
1: <laughs> uh- me. Sorry, did you see me? She called me out.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were like trying to either get yeah, a chestnut not how to how eat. I don't, have a, I don't have a Robin. In the... oh, wait, Robin was the co-host. Anyway, I yes, you were getting priced out. No, this is crazy. It is insane. It's a crazy world we live in.
1: I have been, this morning I woke up and I was, I had a, kind of the, I have too much, not too much, but you know, I was complaining, I was like, oh, I wish I had a better bathroom and I wish I yeah. had, a, uh, I wish my hardwood floors were real in my kitchen. I, w- I wish I could tile it and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I said, like, yeah, well, it's New York, the rental, there's always going to be something. Mm-hmm. I think of my, oh, I won't say it, but I think of my parents, my mom has this wonderful giant kitchen and she's always yeah. like, I wish I had more counter space. And she has- yeah. She has more counter space than the square foot of that studio just looked at.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a thing about like, you know, people, especially in America, always wanting more and thinking when you get more, then your life's better. Gosh.
1: What's going on this week?
2: Well, um, I'm in one of those modes where I'm feeling very sad. And so when I get sad, I don't like to eat much. So I just had a Trisket binge and I ate one of those sumo oranges earlier. Mm-hmm. You had those. The I've eight, been
1: right? I've been eating a lot, folks. It is citrus. It's in full effect. It's In full effect, and it is just alive. And those, I was at. There's a new Whole Foods that just opened up in Fort Greene, uh, which is why your rent was raised. Exactly. Whole Foods is like, oh shoot. I know it was like
2: five hundred bucks a month before, and they're like, well now you have now access it's... to these sumo mandarins just around the corner.
1: And I was in the Whole Foods, and he gave us. He was a very nice gentleman, and he opened up a. I, was it the sumo ones? He said they're only around for. They six look to like eight boobs. Weeks. Yeah, yeah, they're big. Yeah. and kind of and like a boob
2: away. with a giant nipple.
1: Yeah, perhaps that you shouldn't a wrinkly. Be it. Yeah, and you open. Oh, that's right. We opened it up, and it is the fleshiest. Yeah. Did we talk about this last week?
2: If we did, then people well, will just we know that more. we're serious about mandarins.
1: We got more, and I tried to convince another customer to get it, and she wasn't. She wasn't into it. Idiot. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel so. Like- you're not eating.
2: I'm not eating that much, although I did go for, oh, my mom, I went back to my mom's house to mm-hmm. get mommy comfort, and Long Island. my mom made this delicious sweet potato kale and chicken thigh curry. Oh. It was really your good. Your mom loves the curry. She's a new lover of curry. She didn't, like, really vibe on it before, but now she's like, curry this, curry that.
1: Okay, well, again, in case we, we should always mention this, that Zara, <laughs> Zara's mother and uh, former father, bless his heart. Uh, hmm. In the seventies, had a catering company called the Love and Oven, right? Yeah, seventies, eighties, and yes. so your mom was a caterer. She's and good. I said this on the first episode, but it doesn't matter because right now, because we're in the present moment, <laughs> uh, and that is, I remember I saw a journal, and when I was managing Brucey. Oh, yeah, I thought it would be really cool to like go into my boss's yeah. office and yeah, open a around. journal. <laughs> well, what's this journal? <laughs> and then it went
2: in her well, wallet. It was, a, <laughs> it was
1: a really pretty book, and I opened <laughs> it up. And there was some drawings in it, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, there were some drawings and Probably some my dad. My dad was an artist. And it was really pretty. And, I'm, and then I saw some recipes. <gasps> and I'm thinking, oh, well, this can't be that private. It's probably like a little recipe book. Yeah, yeah. And then it was your mom and dad's idea. It was a, a little idea sketchbook, either when they were opening it or during yeah. or before. But I think there was a little combination of both. It was really yeah. cool to see somebody's, uh, oh, we want to open a catering company that, you know,
2: it makes people happy. All the you know yeah. the basic
1: things you have when you when you dream big.
2: I know. Well, I mean, they had they were lucky because food wasn't like a thing like it is now. Like
1: yeah, especially great. in in Long Island. Yeah, they nope.
2: were like, they like brought quiche to Long Island. Like nobody was like messing with quiche before that or spanakopita. Like they were really they really yeah, they enjoyed sort of take, pastry savory uh, yeah.
1: pastries. Now you can get that anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. They are a dime a dozen. I walked into. Not really. uh, uh, what's that place called? Uh, Dean and DeLuca. I uh, was in Soho yes. yesterday, and there was
2: good old D and D. That place, place is so expensive. I it's can't. so
1: expensive, but they t- they took. I've been going there for years, and I I can't remember when they opened. Probably in the seventies. Yeah, like in the eighties. Uh, I don't know. Fact check. Fact check. Google it. And there <laughs> there is a. If you've ever been in the Dean DeLuca, it's very large and spacious. Very long, and on the sides they have the bakery and the deli and the and the butcher, and mm-hmm. then down the middle it was a giant kind of metro shelving of groceries and yeah. they took all of it away what except for a, t- a couple little spaces where what do they, they, they do s- instead it's all prepared foods
2: <gasps> really all
1: prepared foods everybody huh. is getting yeah. stuff to go
2: that's interesting people fast, are yeah fast, yeah, fast
1: casual. casual it's really really interesting the thing
2: wow that's so interesting yeah i guess I, they probably weren't making with that rent you're probably not making very much money off of
1: the selling, sh- uh, yeah, dry goods. Selling a a fourteen ninety five cent uh, carton of a la peruche, Demerara <laughs> <laughs> sugar. <laughs> Turn a <to> profit. <laughs> oh my god, the sugar is flying uh, out the door. Oh my god, we can't keep the sugar on these shelves. God,
2: we need more a la peruche.
1: <laughs> is it a la peruche or is it a la peruche?
2: Um, oh, I gosh. always call it a la peruche. Really? No, god, I don't know what the right pronunciation is. We should just quit while we're ahead.
1: So it was Chinese New Year.
2: Oh yeah, tell tell us about your Chinese New Year.
1: I didn't go to Chinatown. I I I slash my friend Diane Kwan, uh, and she's my friend that I always have to say her first and last name only because there was other Diane and Diana's when I met her. And maybe it's your email address, but which I won't tell you what that is.
2: Yeah, just leave that as (laughs) a mystery. You can reach her at Diane Kwan at at Hot No. Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah, we cooked uh, a whole fish. You brought Chinatown she to you. Caught got a black bass, freshly uh, killed there. When what? Brought, really? Oh, she they, had it killed Oh, up right.
2: They do that in Japan. 6 p.m.
1: She brought it over here. That thing was bloody.
2: Wow, that's so cool.
1: Bloody. It was absolutely delicious. We kind of put it on a roasting pack. And, uh, what's it
2: called? Pan.
1: Rack. Roasting pan pan rack. I did a pack ran. A pack ran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a rack and a pan together. It's, oh, yeah. I thought a pack ran was something yeah. I didn't know about. Yeah, it's new. It's up and coming. We heard it here Check first at Life's a Banquet podcast. No, we put it on a on a roasting pan, little you know, just covered it with foil and okay. stuffed it with a ton of ginger and scallion, and Yum. that it was divine. That sounds good. It was so simple, clean. I and love simple. a roast fish. I love a roast
2: fish. I roasted a fish uh, on Valentine's know, Day.
1: Really?
2: Oh, that's right. I roasted a snapper. A It was great. And my new oh, P.S. I'm going to take this like little sidebar to shout out Field Company. My friends own a company called Field Company, and they make cast iron pans. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, we're not even sponsored by them. We're not,
2: but we could
1: be. Yeah, we absolutely are. And we're open to it. 100% open to (laughs) receiving (laughs) pans, using them, telling everybody how wonderful they are. (laughs) You would not believe that, sear. you know, if you season that thing properly after time and time again, that thing keeps getting better and better. It's amazing what you can do to a steak on a field company. It's incredible. Cast iron pan.
2: I put in a slice of bologna and I took out a ribeye steak. That's oh, that reminds me. It's amazing. Uh,
1: I, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I charred some radicchio and out came oh.
2: It was amazing. So, what else did you make for Chinese New Year? I uh, interrupted you. She to had Buddha's delight, which is a vegetarian,
1: a bunch of vegetables and and dried soaked stuff, stirred together, and then you always you have long noodles for long life. Oh. Uh, there's other thing. There's some <laughs> symbols that mean things. Oh, and this this uh, this concludes. You no, know, I have finished one week of sobriety. Oh, and by nice. sobriety congratulations! Exactly, thank you very much. It
2: feels it really does feel good to do it.
1: By sobriety, I mean sober from alcohol only.
2: Yeah, you're still doing heroin.
1: Heroin pills, shooting heroin yeah, yeah.
2: between your knuckles.
1: No, but uh, no drinking. And it was my it was my first time I had a dinner party here, and I didn't drink. And it was yeah fascinating.
2: It's a very and you. Like, when you think about it, and you think, oh, I'm not going to drink at X, Y, and Z event that normally alcohol is so important, and you don't drink at those events, I think it's, like, the most exhilarating kind of experience, other than, like, you know, downhill speed skating.
1: God, I love it. I remember everything. Every detail. And I did all the dishes. Wow. And it was clean, and it was very strange. And then the next morning, I got up at 7 and finished cleaning, and it was so... It wasn't that moment when you're super hungover and you wake up. You're like, oh, yeah. like, oh my God, the table's a disaster. Yeah. Like, there's wax. Everywhere. I blew out the candles at the end of the night.
2: Wow. That's amazing. I
1: put it all together by 830. Everything was clean. Preston got out of bed and wow. the place is clean.
2: That's great. Did you make dumplings? I remember when I left you the other day, you were going to make some dumplings.
1: I was very stressed about it. Oh, we recorded that day. That's oh, yeah. All right. Oh, I did a lot. Yeah, I made. Uh, they're called pork fried mini buns. It's a Shanghai street food thing, and you Ooh, you make that that wonderful, meat. the puffy yeasty dumpling dough, like or, you would use for like a bow, bow, bow dough, and then
2: like a bow, bow, like a bow. It's like kind of like we use for a bow. Oh, uh, did you guys hear?
1: bows are big. Bao. I so no, but bao. so they're yeah, yeah. So you roll them out, and the dough was rising so fast; it was so really was puffy. it scary. Well, I. Th- yeah, it was scary. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I put it up on the top in a warm on a sheet pan, and when I came back, they had doubled, tripled in size. I didn't know what to do, what to go. <sighs> but it was fine. They turned out okay. And what I realized about cooking, first of all, it's not food that I normally cook. Yeah, my du- my creasing was awful. Oh, I'm sitting here I judging bet. myself, and I'm thinking, gosh, can you imagine having to roll and. And shape all those dumplings, and we just get it and we gobble it down. I know.
2: Did you ever go to? I got to take you to my favorite place, Bar Mandu in Koreatown. And they have. There. You have? Yeah. Where With they have the ladies the, in the window? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: It's closer to the Fifth Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. It's on I, the I famous 32nd place. Street. I just
2: like that the, all those women are there representing, like cooking. It's
1: really good. Very delicious. It's
2: very delicious. It's really tasty. They have very good kimchi mandu, which are like um, a little different than their other ones. They're like a little bigger, and they have like. Kimchi and egg and like Gosh, pork. I really want it. They're really good. They're oh, my favorite thing ever. Yeah,
1: I should get a job so I can afford to eat it. Yeah, you should. Man, do.
2: Yeah, if you don't have a job, you can't eat oh. any kimchi dumplings. I want to tell you a story. This week. Okay, here we go. And as I mentioned, I'm very excited. So there's a couple of things to the story. So I wanted to find this thing and bring it here so we could have a segment in your kitchen. Okay. okay. So my topic is lobster. Oh. Lobster, 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 luscious, lumpy lobster. lobster, lobster, lobster. lobster. <laughs> luscious, lumpy lobster with lots of L- clarified lutter. Lumpy, lumpy, lumpy lobster, lobster. Crustaceans. Lumpy, lumpy lobster. So my topic is lobster. And I picked it because, as you guys know, on this podcast, we try to pick stories to talk about that are Interesting and they've gone from surprising. They've gone from rags to riches Rishes. and riches to rags, rags and back and back and forth again. So my topic is lobster. But I have another little story that's attached to it. It's dedicated to my dad. So my dad hated lobster. He didn't eat any seafood or chicken or turkey. Isn't that strange? Mm, sure. He only mm-hmm. ate like beef and pork, but he was like very he ate all vegetables and tofu. He just like didn't just, eat yeah, fish and chicken. Fine but it's people uh, like certain things totally jealous. but it's just a strange i always thought it was i always thought it was strange <clears throat> but he was a strange guy for other reasons so i just want to hit you with a couple of fun facts about lobsters quickly what mm-hmm. do you think uh, a lot like the biggest lobster ever grew to if you had a guess
1: well, i don't know probably f- i'm 42 pounds
2: do you know this already that's exactly right almost 44 pounds. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I just haven't.
2: 44 pounds. It was in Nova Scotia in 1988, and it was like almost four feet long. Wow. Isn't that? What do they do with scary? it? Scary. Was it tough? It was 100 years old. I don't know. I didn't. I'm
1: sure the barbarian chefs probably just Can... took it. Oh, wow, that was delicious.
2: I can't imagine let's eating make, a. Let's lobster make lobster that big. macaroni and cheese and sell it in Midtown. I don't think you should eat something that's 100 years old, no matter what. So. Another thing I learned about lobster I thought was interesting. Do you know I always thought that they put the rubber bands on the claws solely to help people from getting snipped when they mm. get hmm. home, but that's not the reason. Really? If they're squished together in a tank oh, like that, they other. start eating each other. I think I've heard of that. Isn't that
1: crazy? Mm, yeah. Well, well yes, I don't and... I think it's
2: mostly crazy because I don't even see I don't even know where a lobster's mouth really is. It doesn't seem like it could be big enough to eat another lobster. Yeah, they have to get through that shell. They don't even have any lobster crackers.
1: Don't they have those little weird the things in the back? They have like the tiny little pinchers.
2: Oh, a, do you mean the little feet that you like that chew is? on? And like, I, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. like a pixie stick full of lobster meat.
1: I call that. They're basically giant beetles of the ocean.
2: Well, they call it in my next part of my story. They'll reveal uh, yes. that they used so, to wait. call them cockroaches of the ocean.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a uh, shrimp.
2: Uh, I guess lobsters, too. Maybe oh, maybe shrimp car- are more like
1: stink bugs of the ocean. Stink bugs and, lo- and lobsters are the giant crust, uh, uh, giant, oh, like the... Uh, like a
2: water bug. Oh. Palmetto bug.
1: Palmetto bug.
2: Disgusting. Anyway, listen, uh, a lobster's brain is, is in its throat. Its nervous system is in its abdomen. Its teeth are in its stomach. Its kidneys are in its head. It hears with its legs and it tastes with its feet what (laughs) you've got it all wrong mr lobster (laughs) you are backwards when you're supposed to be forwards. so 17th century pilgrims arrive in america in maine and boston on the east coast to find it littered with lobsters oh they were disgusting they were disgusted by them and they were (laughs) two feet they said there would be two feet high of just lobsters everywhere it and were they key- eating
1: each other also at the time?
2: Probably. It was just like a big lobster Caligula slash cannibal I had so situation. <laughs> fucking and eating. Eating and killing. Fucking, killing, yeah. murdering. But they were everywhere. And no, like the white people didn't want to eat them. The Native Americans would eat them. But they would also use them for um, like, bait.
1: Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. They used to be bait.
2: And they used them to um, fertilize their crops. Oh. Which I thought was very interesting.
1: What if it makes a lovely red tomato?
2: I have no idea. But they would not part of the reason why I think they didn't like them is because they were eating them they were cooking them while they were dead. They didn't boil them like we do today.
1: Hmm. Cooking them all, oh yeah, of course.
2: Which is like They didn't boil them live drop a Which now if you get a dead lobster, you don't cook it. I would never cook a dead lobster. I would think it'd make you sick.
1: Well so we're cooked dead crabs, dead shrimp.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Or I have things. no idea.
1: They're the only ones that are, sorry, we're going to drop you into a pit of boiling a water. A
2: boiling pit of water. I and don't I'm know. Oh like, my God. It's crazy. Uh, a lot of times I've heard that like chefs in like way higher end restaurants who are very particular will like get them drunk first, They'll, like soak them in vodka. So the lobster is drunk before it dies. So it doesn't like tense up and then taste like slightly different.
1: Well, yeah, it would I st- tense up. Oh. I
2: stab them between the eyes.
1: I wonder how long, oh, do you remember that story about that guy that fell in one of the hot springs no. in Oh, in Utah or something? Uh, well, I think it's I think it's just yes. so hot. It's like probably if you were dunked in a pot of boiling water, I don't think. That is the I think worst. you were going to shock immediately. Why? Oh, wait, sorry. Why oh, did he sorry. go in sorry, there? Let's go back to, anyway, <laughs> so. All right, back to, <laughs> all
2: right, folks, back to lobsters. So the lobsters are basically for poor people and prisoners. And they're giving them to servants, and the servants are so sick of having lobster in the Northeast that they put into their contracts that they'll only eat lobster three times a week, max, because they're trying to give it to them every single day. Okay, so we start off here with the pilgrims, and then jumping forward a little bit, uh, lobster back became an insult for British soldiers who are wearing red coats.
1: Lobster back.
2: And I'm like doing dirty lobster back.
1: You'll the latest lobster back running up and down the street.
2: Yes, <laughs> coming right for us. Um, that's <laughs> <what>? That <laughs> accent was, that's more of like my a, trans- my word. <laughs> my word. Transatlantic. Oh, oh. Oh, yes. Oh, my word. <laughs> I love that accent. That's one of my favorite ones. Um, so, early 19th century, still getting a bad rap. Um, a house with lobster shells in front of it signified a poor home. In uh, 1850, some restaurants were starting to go along with the program, put it on the huh. menu, but they would put it on as like a cheap salad topping. Um, 1836, the B&M a company. Cheap salad. Yeah, it would be like a crouton. Or something. <laughs> Sprinkled it Oh, out. you want that with the lobster or without? Yeah. No no was, charge. Yeah, exactly. It's free. <laughs> yeah. It's just like That's a crunchy lobster. Exactly. It was people were not into it at all. Um in nineteen thirty six the B and M company decides to start canning it and helps it a little bit, but it's still not so good. A can of lobster costs a fifth of the price of a can of baked beans.
1: A fifth. Um, they yeah. really were just they were like not is... into it. Not feeling it. This is some ocean trash we're gonna attempt to sell.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what's that disgusting today, fish wise. I don't know, it's like nothing really. Yeah. Yeah. They were just people were not feeling it whatsoever. But listen, this is where I think it gets real interesting. In the late nineteenth century, when the railroads started to become a big thing, so did lobster, because things then aren't like what they are today. There's obviously no social media, blah blah blah. And nobody knew outside of the Northeast that lobster was disgusting. So they had people hadn't even heard of lobster anywhere outside of the Northeast. So the railroads mm. rebranded it with the canning companies and they started packing it and canning it. And then it was going on the railroad and being fed to customers as like a luxury item. And then people that's when people started coming to Boston specifically to get Uh, lobster people were flocking to boston to eat it uh in the 1880s chefs started putting it on menus in like a real way not just like as a inexpensive salad topping Mm -hmm, they were you mm -hmm. know inventing dishes with lobster people were coming in for lobster and it really started to be expensive exactly lobster chowder fried lobster lobster with pineapple lobster newberg lobster thermidor lobster and lobster sauce Mm -hmm. lobster and shrimp Mm -hmm. sauce um Lobster Stick fried rice, lobster, right. lobster tartar, lobster. Ew. Yeah, raw lobster is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's so gooey; it's not an option for eating. Nineteen um, twenties, overfishing and high demand, plus a good image rebranding makes lobster very, very, very expensive. It was super, you know, Gatsby esque. People were just chomping away at it. But wait, then the nineteen twenty nine Great Depression and stock market crash. Boom! So lobster is once again. A dirty dirty food for dirty dirty people. Um, mainers survived the Great Depression mainly by picking free lobsters out of the water. So wow. it was a big thing, but it again like sunk to being um something about you know poor class. Mm-hmm. So post World War II, people are doing better, things are on the uppity up. And people started eating lobster again. And it kind of just stayed that way. And in between the fifties and the nineteen se- fifties and nineteen seventies was like the biggest lobster shortage there ever was. And that's like the highest prices ever were.
1: And that's why people that's when people became Oh, lobster's a Exactly. item.
2: Exactly. It became really expensive and kind of got this reputation. There's obviously all those kind of like sixties dishes, like Lobster Newberg mm-hmm. and Thermidor. Thermidor. Delicious. I love lobster Thermidor. Do you like lobster Thermidor? I've never had it. I love it. it. We used to do it at Brucey. Uh, we did it a couple times on New Year's Eve. Jenny made it. It was great. It was for two. It's kind of a, you put the breadcrumbs on it's it. It's like a right? mushroomy sauce. Okay. And that's right. Yeah. Breadcrumbs. It's very good. Hmm. It's delicious. Webs- yes. It's not something you really see around that much anymore, but if you see it, get it. Well, so everything kind of just stayed like that. And then in 2012, Ocean temps got really high. Thank you very much. Global warming. And there was an abundance of lobsters and prices dropped really, really, really low because there was way more supply than there was demand. So and then I started reading a tiny bit about lobster, the other brand of lobster, the other lobster meat. Uh, the European lobster, or blue lobster, or mm-hmm. the Breton lobster. Really? Yes. They have a Breton lobster? A Breton lobster. Mm-hmm. It's blue and spotted. And the meat's, I guess, a little bit tougher and sweeter. But <laughs> oh, wait, sweeter, they say it's it. okay. delicious. And it's still viewed in Europe as much more of a delicacy, not something that you just kind of get anywhere.
1: How do you say lobster in French? I don't believe that at all.
2: Oh, I don't know. Lobster, Lang. Breton. I would think
1: langoustine. langoustine something. something. Yes, yes. Yeah. Not to be confused with the langoustine from Italy, which are kind of langoustine. Langostino like
2: are uh, the big giant shrimp, big, giant shrimps. Yeah, with the head on, and then like you suck the brains out. That's suck my favorite thing. The brains. I have to be honest with you. A shrimp head, or like a langoustine head, is maybe one of my favorite things in life.
1: When I was a foreign exchange student in Spain, when I was in high school, they got these gorgeous langoustines. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. They went to the fish market, and it was right in the. I was on the Costa Costa del Sol on the eastern side of Spain, on the Mediterranean, and you know I was didn't know how fortunate I was, and I was from yeah. Wisconsin, so I didn't have all the seafood, and I was very. Right. I would see a whole shrimp and like, oh my god, run gosh. the other way. Like, yeah, this is a little like, scary. Yeah. And I remember it was that moment they the host family cooked uh, the <laughs> the head on shrimp for me, and then everybody ripped the heads off and started sucking, it. and it was it was a scene out of it was like. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it was pornographic. It's kind of green and a little yeah. brownish and delicious. I was and I knew I was next. It was like around the table. Was like mm. oh no. And it got I couldn't do it. Really? I couldn't do it. I could not get myself to do it. Do you like it now? Oh my gosh, of course. Yeah. It's I don't know what ha- I don't know what happened. I love it. I think one day I just realized with eating, I don't know, I'm I'm already eating the body of the shrimp. Right? right? <laughs> I'm eating the dead Killed the dead body, body of an of the cockroach of the sea already the yeah. stink bug of the sea exactly and You're so why would it, what's so much different about the head nothing and it's just simply the way that we're
2: raised absolutely I feel the same way about people who are like not into eating tongue or I don't know yeah. jowl or something it's like, I'm a little bit why? weird about chicken feet well I don't yeah I don't, I don't particularly like t- love chicken well, the feet.
1: claws get stuck in your teeth no. that's kind of weird yeah
2: I don't like eyeballs but i'm not like cuz yeah, i just marble. don't like yeah. them i don't think they taste good do you like an eyeball
1: uh, i don't there's really nothing to it it has a weird marble on that you just like, suck and spit out it's yeah
2: a, <laughs> i'm not <laughs> oh, into that.
1: i'm cool I, oh i love eyeballs oh, i'm yes. a 28 year old tattooed chef i love eyeballs sorry the I best part that. is the eyeball man oh man dude you got it oh you don't eat the eyeball dude you missed the best Plus part
2: yeah no the eyeball is definitely not the best
1: part i think in uh Chinese, it's good luck or something. Really? Well, ever or bad luck or something. Curse. Yeah. Superstition. Everything's a superstition.
2: Right. I'm not into the eyeball, but you know, I don't know. I do love a shrimp head. Love it, love it, love it. Servos, delicious head-on shrimp, really good. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um, so the part that I'm dedicating to my dad of this story, yes. which is really fascinating and fulfills my own love of true crime. Um, and my dad loved, loved, loved the carnival. In like a creepy ah, way, like his yes. my dad had a great taste and like loved art and was an artist and his home is decorated beautifully. So, um, but his bedroom is decorated with all weird antique carnival stuff. Oh, it's that's kind so of scary. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, so this is a quick murder story of Grady Styles, the Lobster Boy. The Lobster Boy. Oh, I think
1: yeah. This is a classic carnival character,
2: right? It is so. <clears throat> um, Grady Stiles was born June 26, 1937 with a deformity called, please forgive me if I mispronounce this. I'm not good at pronouncing things. Um, ectrodactyl, I think ectrodactyl is the name of what he had and it's basically like being ectrodactyl. So it's basically like when your hands are like lobster claws. Were, okay you know what i mean of and course it's i'm in no way am i making fun of anyone with that deformity it must be very very difficult uh he also had it in his feet and he was the sixth person in his family line since 1805 to have this condition but he had it in his feet genetic, so he, uh, i mean obviously, a, yeah a crazy genetic odd, oddity you know, I've actually met people that have this, and some like uh, you know
1: people with lobster claw disease.
2: Not personally, but there's You're a gentleman. Met- oh, you've met people. A, a gentleman who either owns a pizzeria or makes pizza at Vinny's in. Williamsburg has it.
1: Oh, great! So everybody's running off to Vinny's.
2: Hey, what's? what's uh, I was listening to this podcast, for <laughs> but he uses it. I think what I'm trying to say it's is like that he the... uses um, his hands to make the pizzas, and it seems to be that like he's found a way to is do it, something.
1: Is something, and I don't mean to make light of this, but is it something that your fingers are connected?
2: Yes, oh exactly, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, but in like a claw, claw-looking formation. So, um, Grady's father also had this, uh, condition and he was a circus side show performer. Uh, like they said back then freak show. I feel bad saying that, but that's what it was called. Well, then. that's what they used It was to call called it, the yeah. freak show then. Um, and he added Grady to his act. So they were a family act. So then Grady gets married, um, and has two children and his wife is like a carnival worker. um, although it didn't really last long because he was an absolute piece of shit. He beat his entire family. He, Like I said, he was in a wheelchair, so he became extremely strong in his upper body and he would like strangle his family and like beat them with his like claws. Yeah. With his strip. He yeah. probably had twice the men. Right. And he was each- exactly. Yeah. And he was a crazy alcoholic. He beat them. This is really hard to listen to. Trigger alert. Um, he one time during a fight was was said to have ripped out his wife's IUD with his lobster claw during a fight.
1: You've heard it here on Life's the <laughs> Banquet podcast. The show, <laughs> the about show about food, food and so fun things. He would swat
2: <laughs> and choke people with his claw hands, um, much like a much like like a like, a lobster. like a lobster. Yeah. So ah. this guy was really really terrible. But he tore this family, and they would make like good money and tour around and. But they really, really hated him. So life goes on. People get older. His daughter doesn't have this uh, genetic deformity. On the evening of her, on the eve of her wedding, he didn't like her boyfriend. So he goes over to the guy's house, who's no. her fiance, and shoots him with a shotgun and kills him.
1: Oh, I thought we we're gonna say he snipped off his snipper.
2: No, no, no. So he goes over there. He murders him, and he then stands trial, and he's like. I can't be sent to jail because there are no jails that can handle me. They're not set up to help people with deformities, and I'm not mentally ill. I can't go to a psych ward. So they just give him 15 years probation. And he just gets out.
1: What year was this? This was
2: in 1987. What? Yeah, in the 80s. And where is he now? And where is he now? Well, you're going to find out in just a minute. So he gets out of jail. He gets another wife. Now, I just want to take this moment to talk about how i don't understand how men do it you can be a lobster clawed and footed uh-huh. abusive alcoholic who's murdered someone and someone will still want to marry you uh-huh. and i look at the women walking around new york city and they're beautiful and they have good jobs mm. and they're intelligent and they work and you know magazines and restaurants and all this stuff and they're like yeah i just can't find a boyfriend and this <laughs> fucking guy it doesn't make any sense Anyway, he, he's a killer. We all want somebody to love I you. know. Yeah. So he starts beating this wife, too. Has two more kids with her. She leaves him. And then the first wife, whose IUD he ripped out and divorced him once he murdered their daughter's fiancé, remarries him. And then he continues to torment the family for two years until she, this wife, arranges to have the 17-year-old neighbor... Uh, pay, she pays him $1,500 to kill him, and he kills him.
1: Did she go to jail?
2: For 12 years. She goes to jail for 12 years. The guy who kills him gets 27 years, and her son from another marriage, who like helped her be a co-conspirator, gets life in prison. And mm. this guy was so hated that nobody would be a ballbearer at his funeral. Like Everyone was like, no way, I hate this lobster guy.
1: Well, I was about to go shopping for lobsters, but my... <laughs>
2: <laughs> isn't you know that what a funny story though yeah, that like is a hilarious i'm just kidding it's just an interesting
1: carnival story dedicated to my dad about lobster all right let's draw some butter and celebrate
2: i mean awful
1: that is well isn't that crazy yeah i i feel funny i know it's so wait itchy. what do you said earlier what do you want me what were you asking if i could find
2: oh a lobster how is
1: a lobster hard to find?
2: Oh, well, they don't have them at the New Whole Foods. They have no fresh seafood. They don't have them at the Green Grape.
1: Have you been
2: to Chinatown? They no, I didn't live. have time to go to Chinatown. I oh, didn't have any oh, time. I meant okay. in this neighborhood. I know where to find a lobster in the city. I was going to just go to Fishtails, but uh, I didn't like know where to get one in this neighborhood. I thought well, maybe you had like a hidden spot.
1: I think we should in... If, in if we were had a lot of money and high production value, we would be in Maine right now looking mm. for some delicious lobsters. That'd be amazing. Or uh, you yeah,
2: can you just put a fucking lobster tank in your house, honestly. Yeah, get a I fish think- tank and then just keep lobsters in there.
1: Yeah, that's what they do at restaurants that I've seen in Chinatown.
2: Right. I just I think a home lobster tank. How fabulous.
1: seafood, and they have a lobster tank in front. Yeah. And if you go to uh, if you ever go to San Francisco, right by the airport, it's called Hong kong flower lounge
2: oh yeah I you said that place is good diane told and they have it, right? a diane really Kwan.
1: R- Diane diane recommended it to me and they have a really really uh humongous lobster tank when you walk in
2: that's so fun oh my god you know what i really miss when i was a kid i don't know if they had this in wisconsin but it was a very big deal in long island and i've talked to jenny about it and it was a very big thing in jersey but like the fancy chinese restaurant where you'd go yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. carpet and a big fish tank Short
1: tuxedos, exactly. Long, yeah, yeah. Short tuxedos, Maroon, yeah. a
2: piano Jackets. player, and like a bar lounge area with a piano player. White yeah, tablecloths. Yes, that is something of all the food trends that have happened, and people trying to recreate things and bring them back. I would like to see that come back, but not in some kind of like hipstery way. I mean, like a, like a real way. Like I'd like Chinese I think that's people what Chinese tuxedo to open that
1: sort of again. tried. There's a restaurant oh, in, right. in Chinatown there. called Chinese Tuxedo, and I have not been there yet, so I will not talk about it. Yeah, uh, more than the name of it, but. <clears throat> it is. I think it was trying to do that. We had a restaurant in Sheboygan called Dragonwick. Oh, fun! Dragonwick, and I, from what I remember as a child, it was definitely on the fancier side. Yeah. I recall back in the back in the eighties when it was smoking or non-smoking. Yeah, I remember. It's of- all smoking. <laughs> if someone's smoking a cigarette inside, everyone's smoking. I have two memories of being there. One is my mom always getting triple delight. What trouble? that <laughs> ask my mother i
2: should ask your father yeah.
0: <laughs> and
1: I the, the waiter other, i remember one time we were there with my grandparents and i thought i was a kid and my grandmother hated cigarette smoke and just hated it yeah and non-smoking in the 1980s meant that the table <laughs> next to you was smoking yeah. and that you uh three feet away Know. were not smoking and yeah. that was the barrier but you're like oh that's, you're like so isn't that so funny <laughs> to
2: think about that that's smoking like smoking
1: or non-smoking yeah uh, non just the table <laughs> the table of eight across from me is smoking 500 cigarettes and I remember I went up to the table and I started blowing their cigarette but I was like
2: oh my god you, <gasps> you know like rude a rude little bitchy gay boy child I was like
1: my grandma my nanny does not want smoke <laughs> my in our nanny table. doesn't like she that. calls them Cancer sticks. <gasps> Good for you. And I go the back and then my Stand dad for your nanny. Like my that. Dad was like, Don't do that to other
2: people. And I was like,
1: why? I'm protecting everybody against the evil smokers.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's Who what is, like f- smokes while they're eating Chinese food inside. But if I
1: I did And I smoke. I sometimes used to smoke. just kidding, Mom, I don't smoke. I used to smoke and I used to smoke while I was eating, because we could back in the day.
2: You used to smoke while I you would, were uh, eating yeah, a bite and then a
1: drag. You could smoke at the table, so I'd have a cocktail. You know, you'd be smoking a cigarette, yeah. and then suddenly your appetizer would come, and you would.
2: Pfft, pfft, not <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, I'm not with right? that smoking eating. I well,
1: can't. I enjoyed the time while I had it. I think it's disgusting now. But yeah, whatever. No judge. I, I I've had my time. It was definitely a gateway drug. Yeah. Gateway drugs. Everybody says marijuana is the gateway it's drug. Cigarettes, totally. Cigarettes or like are.
2: Sprite. I remember, like as a kid, <laughs> like taking shots of you know Sprite. what
1: water is it, it the is. gateway drug.
2: The gateway drug is just like wanting to try to feel like an adult. You know what I mean? The like, gateway, yeah.
1: yeah. I would say back in the day, cigarettes were the first thing. Cigarettes and alcohol are something that you're not supposed to have. Yeah. And all you want... is Cigarettes what, and alcohol.
2: Yes. I would like smoke fake cigarettes. <clears throat> I would take Candy shots cigarettes. of water and shots of... Oh, we would fucking smoke tea. We would take tea yeah. bags oh, yeah, and roll yeah. them up in like printer paper and smoke that. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's what... Luckily, it didn't affect my life. I'm fine.
1: I would say uh, that lobster was my gateway drug.
2: Yeah. Into like, I, okay, lobster. <laughs> What's your
1: gateway cooking?
2: My gateway food drug? Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting question. I think one of the first things that I got really excited about food wise was, this is going to make you laugh, was Catalina dressing.
1: Oh, because you're not sure if it's what it
2: is. It's just sugar.
1: It's sugar, and I was confused it's sugar on salad. I, the, I remember looking at the the back of the bottle when I was a kid. Yeah. And seeing tomato puree or whatever. Yeah. it Yeah, tomato paste. And I couldn't figure it out because it does not taste like
2: tomatoes. No, it doesn't. It's I made red. it. I made it at Brucey. I had I to, and I made it with tomatoes. That was kind of a gateway drug. Lobster was a very big part of my life, though. My mom's though. We would. Definitely, every summer, it's it's something that really sticks in my mind as one of the quintessential food memories, and it still does. Summertime, yeah, had, it,
1: yeah. Last summer we had a lobster, so classic fun. lobster. And it's so funny; it's becoming this really big trend of yeah. you know corn on the cob and a it. lobster, you know, a classic seafood boil.
2: Uh, and you just eat with your hands and dip everything in like copious amounts of butter. Yeah, we didn't have. Like, uh, don't talk to anyone for like twenty minutes.
1: I grew up on Lake Michigan, so we had coal. Hole. What the Co-ho's,
2: hell is a Coho. Co- coho. We what the uh, fuck is a
1: coho? Uh, first of all, it's pro- it's correctly pronounced. Cool. Cool. Yeah, not.
2: Coho. What the hell co- is co- that? Co- <laughs> look at that coho over you there. You're from the, the,
1: <laughs> from the valley.
2: Oh my God, that girl's a fucking coho.
1: Boy, <laughs> 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 he's got the biggest coho you've ever seen. <laughs> Coho is a fish. I don't know. It's... Okay. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so it's, it's a fish. What does it All taste like? All my showboy nights are like, you
2: idiot. What does it taste like?
1: I forgot. But for, for, And Friday fish fries were a big thing. <laughs> Friday fish fries. So we get lake perch.
2: Okay. Lake never perch heard is, of it. It's,
1: it's a white lake perch. It's uh, from Lake Michigan from the Great Lakes. Okay. And, uh, bluegills. I think that was a big thing. From Lots of lake fish. Okay. Uh, we didn't have- Trout? Office, trout uh, Bass? Uh, yeah. Tilapia, yeah, yeah. wide wide mouth bass from the lakes, yeah, fresh. We don't have freshly I mean, wild tilapias. You know, they were shipping yeah, from yeah. the east coast, obviously. But I would say the gateway drug for me was straw mushrooms. Oh, really? I remember we there was a little uh, Oriental back then market oh, yeah. down the street. So on PC in Sheboygan. my mom. And used it was to called say that Toys. Too. It was called Toys, and they would. I just remember straw mushrooms. I was so confused. The texture, how strange, yet. So yeah. delightful and fascinating, and I, and that was really Delicious. what made me that that just uh, led me into the wrong. This is, and that, folks, is how I am here, penniless, jobless. <laughs> you
2: say all your money on
1: straw <laughs> mushrooms, talking here, somehow living in New York without a job, <laughs> recording living on straw on, mushrooms, recording on a profession, <laughs> professional equipment. I'm not sure how I did it, folks, but it's all because of straw mushrooms. <laughs> And I owe my life to it, bastards! Yeah. Those
2: little skinny, slimy, well, you know, slippery I going bastards. To prom, I'm
1: thinking, oh, this is the time when you order lobster because mm-hmm. this is, you, this, is you be fanci- this, this, this is how you be fancy. This is how you be fancy. You had lobster at your prom? I don't remember. I think I had a, actually. I think I had mutton. I know it's weird. I had mutton. Oh, that is I weird. We I had, didn't
2: think. I don't think there was food at my prom. I only was there for ten minutes. There could have been food.
1: Well, we had senior prom. There was our school was segregated because of. You know, By race? No, by... Uh, <laughs> hello. How by old money. are you? <laughs> by money. <laughs> you, yeah, lobster was something you did to be fancy. And the prom was where you had it. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Oh, lobster. Wow. Steak and lobster.
2: Cool. Can you tell me... Um, I have a few questions for you. Okay, okay. go ahead. About now lobster. it's time for
1: questions. It's time for...
2: Questions, Ding-ding. questions. Ding 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 Go. Question number one. Ready. What's your favorite lobster dish? My
1: favorite lobster dish is lobster with butter.
2: That's it. What else? Like, if you had to pick one, that's not just lobster with butter.
1: Oh God, everybody's gonna judge me.
2: No, it's okay. I okay, guess ready. I get. I think I know what you're gonna I say. Was, uh...
1: Okay, ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, mobile pill, ready. One, one two, two, three, lobster, lobster macaroni and tempo- cheese.
2: Oh, they are gonna say lobster tempura roll. Oh
1: my god, you <laughs> one, <laughs> two, three, three. three. Lobster, lobster tempura, tempura roll. roll. Yeah, how'd you know? <laughs>
2: lobster mac and cheese? I've never had it.
1: It's so Upper East Side. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Just say some jacket and macaroni. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <here. laughs> to tons of white Vermont cheddar. Melting and <laughs> stirring with a bashamel sauce chopped with succulent pieces of butter lobster. lobster. So how does that sound? That sounds Baked delicious. Baked in a mini star pot <laughs> <laughs> served at your table for a cool price of thirty four
2: ninety five. I would, um, I just made me think that if I still had Brucey, I would do a lobster mac and cheese it's special, but I would just take like a lobster and broil it and then make some trashy kind of mac and cheese, like... But good, you know, with good mm. ingredients. But tiny elbows, like craft mac and cheese style, and just pour it all over the whole lobster. Oh, that sounds. Wouldn't that be fabulous. fun? There I really think is... we're hungry. I have only eaten an orange and crackers today. I'm definitely hungry.
1: I only had duck egg. <laughs> I only had. Uh, I only duck had I love. am always like My life. I'm falling apart. But like, we should have for <laughs> breakfast. Uh, I made mean, a, a duck egg shikshuka. <laughs> uh, we. I had a. <laughs> I had a triple cream, uh, yeah, yeah, Life's with some tough. with some sumas. Yeah, listen, life is really challenging sometimes. It
2: is, but there's always uh, ups and downs, ups and downs. There's always triscuits. Well, anyway, my favorite lobster dish is the lobster roll from the Pearl Oyster Bar. Oh, uh, it's the divine. Lobster
1: roll. Yeah, I mean they're really, really took it's off. It's divine. Yeah,
2: yeah. But the lobster roll from the Pearl Oyster Bar, no. I understand there are probably many more that are delicious in uh, Kennebunk, Maine, but um, <laughs> Kennebunk in Kennebunk, my favorite to? name for a yeah. town ever. I go to Kennebunk or Sheboygan. Oh, Kennebunk, yeah, Kennebunk, 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 Sheboygan,
1: Port. or uh, Timbuktu.
2: Kennebunk, Kennebunk, Kennebunk. Um, but the Pearl Oyster Bar has a delicious rendition. I really love it.
1: I've that's that's right. That's probably your shout out. They have those really wonderful uh shoestring fries oh my god delicious delicious they, they have a nice wedge salad right
2: they have a, a good
1: blue cheese salad or something no i've never had a, a salad, salad. okay never mind
2: i've been there i go every year on my birthday i've never had a salad they're clam Delicious. how many years have, have you die been there on, on your birthday uh since i was 18 so 16 years i think all right you just give away your
1: age i'm 34 that's really weird i thought you were that's so funny i kept thinking oh you're gonna be 46
2: oh that's rude yeah. I'm just, not. I, I just look 46. It's your glasses. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So your what's your favorite way to eat a lobster? Like to prep a, cook a lobster?
1: Uh, my favorite way to cook a lobster, the only way that I have and know of is just dropping it in a pot of boiling water.
2: Okay. Because some people like it grilled. I like the flavor of grilled, but I feel like we it dries it out a little summer. bit. Yeah, yeah. It's it was, It's delicious. The char is good. It is. Not the same as a... For me, a boiled or steamed lobster is my favorite. I know. Favorite.
1: I know. Steamed is probably the best. Yeah. This the first time that I ever went and got picked out lobsters is I was working for Boca Burger. Remember that chapter yeah. of my life back in the, back in the day, back in the Boca Burger ba- days, back in the Boca Burger days. Boca Breton traveled around the East <laughs> Boca Coast. Boca Breton? I don't know. I just called myself that. Oh my God! I thought that's my friend Mike called me that. I'm so call listen. You that now. So I go to Maine because my coworker. We drove in this giant truck. And we drove to Maine and his parents were there and we got lobsters and then you have a little lobster race yeah. on the kitchen floor. And then, you, and then you kill it and you would Yay yeah, Like an Annie Hall kind of. But so fabulous. Um uh, I don't yeah. So listen, we're gonna post our recipe for boiled lobster.
2: Right now. Right now. We're just gonna say it. Boil lobster. lobster.
1: <laughs> when Serve is it done? With butter and lemon. Don't know. Just like Use your instinct. Serve it. It's butter. Gonna turn dark red, bright dark
2: red. Eat the guts. My Eat mom the guts. loves the guts. Your mother, she's a gut lover. Last summer, oh yeah. So,
1: and I, <laughs> I take my boyfriend gut. Preston, and Preston is from Utah, so he just doesn't have, he hasn't been exposed to a ton of seafood, and I get it. And it's the same thing. I think of the moment when I had my first, when I had my first moment on the coast of Spain in the Mediterranean, <laughs> and there are those those wonderful shrimp heads were and i just couldn't get myself to it. but well preston was looking at the lobster and right it's green goo it's green and black guy. coming had
2: he had lobster before yeah yeah of course okay
1: but again i i don't even suck out the green goo of yeah. lobster because it's pretty intense
2: yeah i like to make it into like i'll reduce it and i've made like lobster got aioli or like lobster what's the got there's sauce.
1: the what's the name for it they call it Oh, i can't remember yeah lobster
2: cook Oh, yeah. we talked about it. I know. My mom calls it a gook, so that's what I say. But <laughs> she will eat it by the fistful. She'll just cram it, pack it in her mouth. <laughs> Fistfuls of lobster she gut will. stuffed into <laughs> For a little lady, she can really eat a that's lot of what lobster they said guts back
1: in the 1920s. <laughs> yeah.
2: Fistfuls of lobster gut for free. Free, free, free. Free. So that's it. Listen, I hope
1: everybody enjoyed the show. Yes. Listen, we're going to encourage everybody go out to your nearest fishmonger. And go below your load on a lobster because why not? Because life's a banquet, and you know
2: most poor suckers are starving to death. Wait,
1: we can't say that. That's stealing. You can. It's just a quote. Oh yeah, I write it. I made it up. I wrote it right now. I think you can say a quote. Yeah, yeah. Why not? So listen, go grab a lobster. Get some nice Kerrygold butter. Draw the butter. Yeah, draw it up. Draw it up,
2: guys. Thanks for joining us for our third uh, show and. The fourth show is just around the corner. You won't even have to wait for it. You can binge on this, just like you'd binge on a whole lobster carcass.
1: That's right. So everybody, thank you for coming to our show.
2: (laughs) Bye. Love you. All of our episodes are recorded right here at Studio 54 at the heart of Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Our rock star award-winning Sound editor and producer is Christine Farrell. I'm Zara Tangora. And I'm Bretton Scott. And
1: we'll see you next time.
2: Thanks for listening. <laughs>